You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allomoves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welcome to Fat Mascara. Hi, who are you? I'm Jessica. I'm Jen. God, we've got a lot of great stuff to talk about today. I'm still on a high from our Davina's Earth Day after party. but It's the after the after party. The recap. The recap. Okay. We should talk about that. So we're going to talk about that. We are also going to talk about P50, probably the most buzzed about skincare product in recent memory. From Biologique Recherche. Yeah, we're going to say that we're going to say the name once because it's French and I'm just not going to do that to our French listeners. (laughs) And then last but not least, what to do if you've been over exfoliating or your skin is 
compromised. Got it. All right. So we've got some great tips. Our guest, the one, the only, the fabulous Garen. I mean, no last name, not even necessary. Hairdresser extraordinaire. If I sat here and told you every single celebrity he's done the hair of, we would be here until Labor Day <laughs> or Memorial Day, whichever one's later. No, probably, probably Labor Day. Yeah, Labor Day. Yeah, yeah. End of summer. So Garen is here and he has some stories for us. What a rager, Jen. Please set the scene for our listeners. It's a gorgeous April evening. In midtown Manhattan. Flatiron to be like more specific. You're up on a penthouse overlooking the skyline. And there's there's green greenage. Greenage everywhere. Greenery. <laughs> Greenery. <laughs> and fabulous smart women. Oh my God, the most fabulous and delicious snacks and wine. Slow, slow snacks. Are and you wine. in heaven? You are. You're at the Fat Mascara Listener Hell, Party. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was such a fun time. Listen, um, if you listen to the podcast previously, you'll know that we were gearing up for this party. We could only invite about 50 folks. Um, it's just about the capacity selected at random. But we got a great bunch. So I've, I can, I think I can safely say that our listeners are the coolest women in the world. You're in good company, listeners. All of you out there agree. Yeah. What did you? What were some of your highlights for you? So, okay, besides the fabulous food and wine and um, plant your own basil, thank Very you, Davines, cool. and you, all of the great skincare they provided and the dry styling. Whew. I met a lot of people and we talked we talked beauty unsurprisingly i couldn't believe some of the great tips i learned i learned that Kat Von D eyebrow pencil is basically the one to have it doesn't budge this girl had the most amazing eyebrows okay i learned that okay well this is something we need to talk about but one girl puts eye primer we're going to talk about like summer beauty at a future issue at a future episode but one girl i spoke to she uses eye primer like an urban decay or any brand the eyeshadow primer underneath her eyes before her concealer oh isn't that sick to prevent her concealer from moving so smart um, I also was turned on to a fragrance i've never heard of which like i took a photo but it's called curio noir is that the brand name? It's the brand name. Cool. It's very expensive. So okay. we've, we've got to save up. But this girl smelled phenomenal. There was just like tips coming out the, you know, wahoo. Yahoo. Tip, tip zoo. Wazoo. Tip zoo. Wazoo, yeah. That's so funny that you went around getting beauty tips. And I feel like I went around asking people to tell me about the non-beauty part of their life when they probably wanted to talk beauty. And I was just like. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So I was busy being like, what do you do? Like, who are you and why do you listen to us? And our listeners are such a like broad range of people. There's like, I called her the narc. She was an internal affairs officer at a bank that I met, a woman that runs a dentist's office. There was a history, a historian who was working on a. Uh, like a museum's exhibition about delis. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool. And that's really interesting. Just all sorts of different jobs. See, I never ask people what they do because I always feel like it's rude. I know. But here's the thing. Uh, now that we – it's weird. These, I'm not saying you're rude. I'm just saying – No, like, not at all. And I don't usually – but the social interaction when people are there to meet you and know who you are can be a little bit weird. So I would go up to people and be like, hi, I'm Jen. And they'd just look at me like, yeah, I know. And then I'd be like – and your name is? Because everybody's like so excited, but they already know so much yeah. about you. And I kind of get now from interviewing celebrities, not that we're freaking celebrities by any means. I'm just saying like it's weird to know so much about someone before you enter a conversation I with I hear them. what you're saying. Like half the – well, actually, you know what I did talk about with a lot of people? What? Uh, whether or not I could do my own makeup at my wedding because yeah, yeah. everybody had – 
an opinion on that. What was like if I know everyone had an opinion, but what was the general like are we leaning yes or no? The general was that I am the type of person who will be relaxed by it and I have the knowledge. It won't stress me out. So go for it. But I saw a lot of girls wedding pictures. So they would show me like, oh, I did my own or someone else mm-hmm. did it and show me the picture. So I was getting a little inspiration there. OK, too, that's good. good. Yeah, that's good. Um, but it was so much fun. I had a great time and we definitely want to be doing more of these. Yeah. Um, this kind of like interactive community building thing is just it, it fills my heart and I know that everyone had a great time and you know oh one more tidbit to yeah. share yeah which I thought was crazy one of our listeners she used to do a bunch of subscription boxes for beauty she still tries a lot of beauty oh. products did I tell you about this yes but she has yeah, tell everyone she has a google worksheet or an excel worksheet where she lists every beauty product she's using at the moment and then has like a rating scale of how she likes it and I was just like this is too much work and I wish she said she it's share. not it's not work for her it soothes her it's like a like someone might have a hobby for crafting or yarn where they mm-hmm. collect little things the beauty stuff is her collection. Isn't that cool? That's really cool. Do any of you guys do that? I know that there was like a skincare Reddit thing once where people would upload their like Excel sheets of their skincare things. But every beauty product, that's impressive. Yeah. I got to, f- I remember her name and I'm going to find her and see if maybe she'll share it with us on the blog. That That'd would be, be so really fun, cool. wouldn't it? That would be really good. Oh my God. If you're out there, email us at info at fatmascara.com and remind me who you are. You guys are great. I remember your hair. I remember your glasses. I remember you have plants in your living room. Hmm. You have plants in your living room. I know. We bonded. (laughs) Thanks for coming, those of you who came. And we'll do another one soon. We already have some things in the works, and we'll let you know all about it. The product that is just, it will not die. It's mythical. It's confusing, yet omnipresent. It's Biologique Recherche or Recherche. We're going to say it once and we're going to move on. We're just going to call it Biologique. Recherche. We really should know this. P50 lotion. And we've had dermatologists on talking about it before and the difference between the different types of it. But you guys still have questions, don't you? Yeah. I, you know, in the Fat Mascara Facebook fan group, guys, if you're not in it, this is like... It's Fat Mascara 24-7, lots of hot topics, and you guys are amazing at, at offering service and tips for each other. Go to our link tree on our Instagram page. Just click on the link tree, and it will have all kinds of options for you, like get discounts, visit our Facebook thing. There's a direct link to join our Facebook group. Click on it, and you can join the conversation. Now, back to the topic at hand. This P50 conversation is like on fire in the Facebook group. And I thought maybe let's just take a step back and talk about what it is because everyone seems to have different opinions and like reviews on it. Yeah. I don't want opinions here. I want facts. What is P50 lotion? So P50 lotion, it's one of BR's. I'm just going to call it BR right now. (laughs) One of BR's most popular products. And it's the cornerstone of every single BR treatment and regimen. You don't need to have the whole thing, but I just want to let you know how it fits into the thing. Mm -hmm. Now, the original formula, which is lotion P50 1970, that was founded um, before even the brand launch. That's just a little bit of trivia. Now, what are the benefits? Because Tell I think us, like Jess. everyone wants this, like they want it, but they don't even know why they, they want it. They don't even know what it is. And when we say lotion, by the way, this is a lotion in the French sense of the word, like an essence. It's liquidy. It looks like what you would call a toner back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Totally. That's a great point. 
So this does, to your point, it does so much more than toning. It balances and exfoliates the skin. And it also like hydrates, it um, it tones, it controls sebum, it, bl- it balances skin. And then it says they claim that it also improves condi- skin conditions like whiteheads and blackheads. Mm-hmm. And it can even prevent ingrown hair. So mm-hmm. you might want to use it post-shave if you're a man or maybe you can maybe you can even use it down there. I don't know. Or in your armpits. I mean, you're talking about the 1970 version or all the versions? I think that's all the versions, correct? They just... I am talking about all of the versions. Yeah, they just each of them has a different mix of acids because I would say the big difference between this and other lotions in essence is the exfoliating properties, right? Yeah. It's supposed to give you Melanie Simon, who's a fancy facialist out in LA. She's a P50 like devotee. Who isn't? She says that this is great for exfoliating and getting that glow. Mm-hmm. So I remember I interviewed her about this once and this is like her, her favorite But you product. sort of have to like buffer into using it correctly, right? Yes. Well, I just want to quickly add that I thought there were two formulas of P50. There are five formulas. Yeah. There and f- a new one just launched, like this spring even. Oh, I kind of remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the, the the lotion P50 line, it has like a combo of like different acids, lactic acid, cider vinegar, salicylic acids, but there are varying active ingredients in each formula. Mm-hmm. So what we can do is we can put this in the blog. The of information, which, sure. Which one does what. But it's definitely like there is one for you. Even if you say that you're really sensitive, there is one for you. And that's really just a little bit of a sneak preview. That's the lotion P50W. That's the gentlest formula. So to your point, how do you use it? Mm-hmm. Now, they say that you should, you know, you got to cleanse your face your and your decollete. That's also important. And for the first week, you want to apply a few drops onto a damp cotton pad. And then you definitely pat it, not sweep it, but pat it all over the face, neck and decollete. After now, cleansing. Yes. Now, Melanie Simon, mm-hmm. she taught me something hilarious. She said she likes to put it on gauze. Oh, Lord. Okay. I know you got to go to the Dwayne Reed, the CVS, and get the gauze. But she said this stuff is not cheap. The cotton pad she Absorbs believes will too much absorb too much. Now, when I had a little procedure done, I had so much gauze <laughs> left over. A procedure, well, procedure. Okay, I had so much gauze left over. Okay, I used it for Maybe the P fifty. I'm just kidding. I don't even know what this procedure. Is. Okay, uh, did you do it? Did you do it? Yes, and and I pressed it. I mean, they're both Melanie and Br are saying this, but you don't sweep it. You press it, but she pressed and she rolls and she even puts more attention onto things like frown lines that's my trouble mm-hmm. area crow's feet and like any place where you feel oh, and and under the chin like a contour i think also pressing uses a little bit less of the product and the first time i tried p50 I I treated it like it was 1006. Remember 1006 oh, or Seabreeze? Yeah, they were kind of I the same type of product. I soaked a cotton pad and I swiped it all over and my my face puffed out like red right away. Yeah, you may get a little red. The the brand says that you should grad you should do it like once just, you know, like just start like maybe once or so a week. Yes. And then as your tolerance builds, you can graduate to twice a day. They say you have to. It's like a workout. You have to be consistent to see results. Well, or like not... with a retin-A buffering into ret- using retinoids because, you know, every other day, then, mm-hmm. you know, every third day, every other day, then every day. You're going to see results when you start using it for like a few different, you know, after a few times. So don't do it once and be like, I don't get it. You have to do it for a little while. But I mean, this this is a it's a product that's it's a very sophisticated product. I really think you do kind of have to know all this before you go. And into I also it. need to tell you, you don't need other peels or exfoliators or scrubs when you're using this. Thank you. That's really smart. I asked somebody recently, can I keep using my P50? And I was I was 
I was talking about some kind of like kind of aggressive product and they almost jumped up like, God, no, you know, P50 is it is strong. Mm -hmm. So that's the deal with P50. Have you have you ever used it consistently for a little while? No, because I everybody I've talked to says you should go get the facial first Mm -hmm. and have them explain it to you within the facial steps. And of course, that's so not my way. I just like grabbed a bottle and I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll just put this all over. And I was using the 1970 version, which has I forget the name of the acid. It starts with an A, which is a little bit controversial. Remember, uh, we've had like phenol or something. Yeah, we had a dermatologist on who was like. It, it's really fine in the doses yeah. that you're using it, and it's but it is the strongest version of it, and I probably shouldn't have. So, well, let us know if you like P50. It's definitely like a product that I don't recall this much conversation about one skincare product or this in many years. knockoffs. Like every skincare brand now is coming out with an exfoliating lotion that is actually a liquid. People love the Pixie Glow Tonic. Pixie Glow Tonic is the dupe. Um, Vin, uh, Vintner's daughter just came out with their essence, which is supposed to be both moisturizing and exfoliating, like that, and Glam Glow. You know Glam Glow? Oh, yeah, yeah, They yeah. have a liquid exfoliator that is, I would argue, a little bit similar in that way. Okay. Uh, I can't, I've not tried those yet, but let us know if you have. Awesome. Speaking of over exfoliation, look what we're doing for you. We teach you how to exfoliate, <laughs> and then in the very next segment, we'll solve your over exfoliation <laughs> problems. This, too, is a topic that comes up all the time because a lot of you guys are experimenting at home with your own uh, exfoliating regimen. Mm-hmm. Might, might be it's a peel, a manual exfoliant, a mask, and then you're doing a little too much. Yeah, don't you feel that in the past couple of years there's been such an emphasis on at-home peels and the stronger the better and this one's really going to give you the glow? Like mm-hmm. it's gotten a little crazy. And I have to say left to our own devices, like I'll raise my hand. I get excited about these things and then I'm like, I really want to treat myself. And then my skin, I don't actually know if it looks better. All I know is like I feel sensitive. Yeah. I just picture myself like wiping it on and like all of a sudden I'm just a skull with no skin left because I've just like exfoliated (laughs) away everything. That's a funny like image. Like a good cartoon. Yes. We all want the baby skin, the freshest skin cells that are under there. But at a certain point, you're just inducing low-grade inflammation. That's not helping anything. If the skin barrier is compromised, you're in trouble. You're not going to get that glow and bounce. I feel like there's a Johnny Cochran saying in here we need like if if the glove fits, you must acquit. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. If it burns, you yearn. (laughs) (laughs) If it stings, you stop doing things. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. We probably should have worked on that before the segment. um, (laughs) She's still going. Yeah, now I'm like really excited about this. I'm going to be in the subway like. (laughs) If it's fire, you must acquire. (laughs) That means get more. I don't know. Okay, we're done. Um, What were we talking about? Okay, so how do we fix the problem? How do we fix it? So you've over exfoliated. (laughs) I need this, this information, by the way, because I just had. Mama's first fraxel treatment. Oh, okay. You know, I'm getting ready for my wedding. That's not exactly well. It is exfoliation in a way because my, you know, you're frying the top layer of skin more or less with heat, uh-huh. so it's kind of sandpapery right now. So I got some tips for compromised barrier and how to heal. But why don't you share what you have first? <laughs> still you're still working on Johnny. If it hurts, go to a yurt. <laughs> <laughs> I will come up with something okay. good, and you will all suffer through it. Okay. So I talked to. The fabulous Sarah Chapman. Um, you may know her for some of her high-profile clients, our British facialist here. So she told me this is exactly what you do if you um, over. I'm saying them. It's Meghan Markle and Victoria Beckham. She tells. She has. I, she ha- I know, but I don't want to shout it out so. Quickly. Oh, I do. Okay. So she's worked with Meghan Markle. 
Um, maybe you guys have heard of her. She's a duchess. Um, and then um, Victoria Beckham, who um, talks about Sarah quite a bit on her Instagram. Okay, so you have to first, I would never think to do this, drink masses of water and take anti-inflammatory omega oils, high dosage, four to six grams a day. So you're really working from the inside first. Then you want to put, you want, you want to continue them in, in order to help like strengthen. Same as if you got a sunburn, huh? Yes, yes. Exactly. I didn't even think about that. Yes. Then you want to add like a comforting cream. So she has a great cream actually called Comfort Cream, which has all kinds of um, soothing ingredients that you would find like in an after shave lotion so she's treating the face like as if you were a man who shaved the face okay you know, like cooling comforting um and then she says chill out for i know this is gonna be hard chill out for a month chill, chill out, out for on a month. all other exfoliating yep. stuff yep so no more p50 no no oh babe put that on the so highest now shelf you have overdone it on your top layer and you need to wait 30 days for a new layer to grow back 28 up. days baby that's funny because I think a lot of people be like, oh, it's a week later. I must be perfectly no, back to normal. Even if you look back to normal, your skin um, barrier is still compromised. you got to get the rest of that growing cycle, and huh? Think, yes. And think of the money that you're saving by not using all of your exfoliating products. Okay? But this is only if you've over-exfoliated. If you've over-exfoliated. Okay, and on. one more thing. One more thing. I'm ready. Okay. You want to have one of those. I know you're going to like this, Jan. A soothing moisturizer mist. Keep it at your desk in your handbag. Do that throughout the day for not only your comfort, but to hydrate the skin. And avoid sun exposure because guess what? Now that you've like burnt off the top layer of your skin, even if you can't see it, that sun is going to hit your face. Cue aging, cue pigmentation issues. My only ta- my only thing on that is I've heard from other people the moisturizing face mist, because they have water in them, they actually can then dehydrate the skin. So if you missed, I think you then have to put your moisturizer right on top. That's Do you know a, what I mean? I get what you're saying. Like... But then, but then, why would they sell them if, like, you need to use it in tandem? Oh, Jess, because the beauty industry sells us everything we need, and it's all exactly. But why would they do that? Because it does feel refreshing, right? But it's the same way. If you feel your skin cooling, that's evaporation. You're, it's like putting moisture back into the air, you know? Well, I know that this is just one, but like the Tatcha one, like the dewy skin now, it has Some of them kind have of glycerin. Oil. Some yeah. of them have moisturizers. Just look at the ingredient list is what I'm saying. Yeah. If it's straight up like water and like... Rose water. Or, or some like yeah. essential oils in there, you might then also want to put a moisturizer yeah. on top. Okay. Might I recommend something with ceramides. Dr. Ann Chappas of Union Square Dermatology, yes. I think. Um, I was just meeting with her and, and she, she took a look at my fraxel face. Actually, I got it at Union Square from Dr. Idris, our former mm-hmm. guest. She likes epidermal growth factors, which help repair the skin. Obviously, you're growing lots of new collagen and that helps like double up on the collagen. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing my Skin Medica TNS serum. Okay. And then she likes a cream with ceramides on top of that because they are super duper moisturizing. They can be kind of heavy though for some yeah. people, but at this part, when your skin's all fired up like that. So one that I would recommend yeah. if we're going ceramides. Tell me. I mean, you Arden? probably no, you probably already know. The, well, Arden's great too, Elizabeth Arden, um, the ceramide capsules, but also the freaking CeraVe that every dermatologist is obsessed with. Yes. It's not going to cost you a lot of money. Or you can get your ceramides and your growth factors. Skin Medica makes a lotion with both of them in one. How about that? Yeah, but it's probably kind of expensive. It is. Skin Medica is expensive. But so, okay. you know, it depends whatever your budget, whatever you're into. But you really, you know, let's just let's just take a beat on the all over exfoliating thing. Take a beat and you will your skin will retreat. I'm usually so oh, I like that. <sighs> we gotta work on this. Okay. We'll if put you, all this on the blog, by the way, all those products we just mentioned. If you have any cool um catchphrases that are really good, we will um Instagram you. That's you will it. you will Instagram us. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> cool. Bye. <laughs> 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 
Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset, so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area, so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good, whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence. Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Hyacera is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Hey everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how aloe moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on allomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. 
Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Okay, guys, we got Garen here today. Garen does not just do hair. I'm just going to say it. He shapes careers. Okay. Well said, Jess. Well said. I don't mean to embarrass him. He's looking at me like, all right, what else? (laughs) (laughs) He's known for creating styles for the likes of Madonna, Linda Evangelista, Audrey Hepburn, Scarlett Johansson, Nicole Kidman. I mean, we're going to get to more. This man has done over a thousand magazine covers, plus ad campaigns for the likes of Versace, Tom Ford, tons and tons of more, tons more, tons of music videos. And oh, did I mention that he is also the co-founder of R&Co? Welcome, Garen. Welcome. Well, hi, girls. Hi. <laughs> and all of our girls and guys listening. He's sitting there with his arms folded. Hi, girls. It's like, and a... some guys, if you're actually listening. Oh, we have a lot of male listeners. Oh, good. They yes. must know my husband. Tom Priano. <laughs> we know your husband, Tom Priano. I hope he's listening. So, okay, we have not enough time in this episode to really even tackle this question, but there are some people I have to ask it. How did you get your start? Well, you're not going to believe this. I started at 13. What do you mean? I didn't like, I always was into fashion because my mother at the, at the time in the 60s, was always looking at Vogue and Harper's Bazaar. And I was in love with Harper's Bazaar and Vogue. And I was just like, oh, my God, how do they change these people, you know, these women, the the models, the actresses? Every month they got a different length. Their hair is either Sassoonie or it's Mm -hmm. Kenneth or it's Alexandre de Paris. And I'd be, like, so obsessed with it. And my mother was prematurely gray. And she'd come back from the hairdresser and she looked like an old lady. But she was, like, (sighs) 35 years old. And I would just say, um, cut, sit down. And I would <laughs> sit her down. i brush her hair out. And I would tease it up into a big bouffant. And before you know it, she had all her girlfriends from the PTA asking her who did her hair. And she goes, well, you're not going to believe it. It's my son. Wow. And they go, Donald. And she goes, no. And they go, who? And they go, Garen. And she was like, they're like, you're kidding me. He's, Wait, how old was Donald? Like older? Yeah, okay. like 20, like no, 15, no, 15 20 year years old, so older, you know. Where are you grow, Where did you grow up? Niagara Falls. Wow. New York. This is like <laughs> really not My mother was Canadian and my like... father was American. Okay. So anyway, long story short, on Fridays and Saturdays, I'd be going with my little blow, my little hand dryer. It was like a hood dryer. Mm-hmm. And I'd buy these little booklets in the grocery store that would show you a picture, and it would say Kenneth, and it would show you how to set it, and then it would show Vidal Sassoon and how you would do it. And so I would bring the book, and I would study it, and I would go and cut you, all these girls' and hair you were cutting for a hundred and fifty for one dollar and fifty cents. 
Oh my gosh. A <laughs> dollar fifty haircut by Garen. This is the okay, And it was like I would, rate. I, yeah, and I would tape their bangs down and, you know, do all these crazy things and everything came out really great. And you know, it's just uh yeah, that's how I started. So this you were I would say you're self taught, but then once I, you yeah, moved to well, the city, like Well first of all, like back then you had to go to the student counselor. Like a, a, when you get to tenth grade, to, to take the out, vocational test or to, whatever. What are you going to be when you grow up? You mm-hmm. know. And I was going. I want to be a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. And they were like, it was unacceptable. You know. He just said, this is not acceptable because you were a because guy? I was a guy. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I want to be. I want to do hair. And he's like, no, uh, I have to call your father in. Uh, oh we're going to have a conversation. This is yeah. And. I was like, oh, shit. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no, what's going to happen now? They're going to change my course, you know, my whole way of life and my way of thinking. And so they called me back down to the office. I'll make this quick. And my father comes in and he goes, what happened? What did he do? <laughs> like you got he goes, fight. he doesn't do anything wrong. <laughs> what does he do? And then he says, well, do you know what your son wants to do when he grows up? And my father goes, uh, Yeah. And my father was this big man, and he was, you know, uh, Italian, of course. And he, he says, "Yeah, so what's, what, what, what do you think he wants to do?" And he says, "He wants to be a hairdresser." And the counselor says, "Well, that's not acceptable. You know, he's got to go to school. He's got to go to college." My father goes, "He's going to school. He's going to hairdressing school." <laughs> <laughs> I love your father. For this. And my father just stood there, and he goes, "You don't seem to understand." He's going to be great. He does really he what he does. He does well, and the counselor says, "I don't accept that. He's going to have oh to take. Gosh. He's going to have to take some courses. He's going to have to go even community college, you know." But, and I went home and I was like destroyed. I was like, "I don't want to go to school. Yeah. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to do this. I want to do what I want to do." My father says, "Don't. I got you covered. I got your back." That's so that was just awesome. so heaven. I mean, yeah. it was like. Where do you get that? You know, back then you listened mm-hmm. to everything that anyone that had authority would tell you to do. Times have definitely changed. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's all in our pot. It's all in the kids' pocket yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Glad your dad stood up for you. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So okay, then you did you like, you know work in Niagara Falls as a hairstylist for a little well, while? Yeah, or? I did. I had. Did to, you go to Buffalo? What'd you do? But yeah, I started in Niagara Falls because I was still underage. Mm-hmm. So my brother owned a wig salon, and so I would go in there in the back and do some hair, you know, and mm-hmm. some wigs. And then I decided that I would enter some contests, you know, like they used to have beauty contests, beauty hair contests. And I went and did that, and I won first prize. I met Chris John. Oh, wow. He was one of the judges. And I said, so how do I get out of here? How do I get mm-hmm. out of Niagara yeah. Falls? He says, well, when you get to New York, uh, Here's my phone number. Give me a call. I'll introduce you to some people. So he introduced me to, um, I went to New York, of course, like uh, I was like flying out of there. I went to New York. He introduced me to these John and Suzanne Chadwick who worked for the Glenby Company. And they introduced me, Glenby Company, just so everyone would know it, they owned like 15 to 1,800 salons around the world. And they were all in department stores and they were in um, hotels. So... They had they were in Bergdorf's, they were in uh, Henry Bendel at the time, and they were at Bloomingdale's and Macy's and all that. So I went and had a big meeting with the president and vice president of the company, and they says, well, you're going to have to start in Buffalo. 
we'll put you in Salon Buffalo, you prove yourself, and then we'll move you to New York. Oh, wow. So I said, okay. So I went to this salon, this uh, department store called Jen's, which was like the Bergdorf Goodman in Buffalo at mm-hmm. the time. And I started working the salon. My clientele followed me, and I built like I was really booked like every 15 minutes. And at that point, I was charging $75. That's pretty <laughs> steep, right? That back then, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I think the first three, the first year I did $35, and then I quickly bumped it up to 75 And what, around what time is this? This is in the 70s. This is in the early 70s. $75 in the 70s in Buffalo? I think that's pretty hoity. That is, that was very, <laughs> I it mean, was very ballsy. And, that's and, really ballsy. But the thing was, is that I had so many clients, I had to weed them out. In other words, it I, had down to, demand, I had to like, fill the other part of the salon, yeah. like the other then they would start going to the other kids in the right. salon. So then I met Tom, um, my husband, and he's like, you know, we can't stay here much longer. we got to get out of here. So like in 1974, he said, let's go back to Glenby, and you're going to tell him you want to move to New York. So I went back to Glenby, and I said, it's time. I have to move to New York. And they said, well, where we're going to place you. So they sent me to like five salons in New York and they sent me to Kenneth and they sent me to Bergdorf's and they sent me to Henry Bendel and they sent me to uh, Bloomingdale's and I was just like, oh, uh, I, I, I guess I want, I, I, I want either Kenneth or I want, <laughs> or I want Bergdorf's. So I ended up at Bergdorf's because my prices were more than what Kenneth was charging. <laughs> oh my God. Who are these Buffalo ladies that were like, could afford they came, you? They came from everywhere. They'd they fly were, in. They would bring pictures, like pictures of what they used to look like when they were young. And you and had, say, and they say, could you copy this? And I was like, I think so I could you do had better. Like a destination hair salon in Buffalo. Yeah. This is like untold <laughs> in Garrett Files. I'm sorry. I did not read about this in Allure. I love you, yeah, Linda, Linda Wells, co- but Linda, I never. Linda couldn't fill, fill it all in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so good. This is like the, the, the archives, deep, deep Garrett archives. Well, you're going, I mean, I'm going back. So I anyway, I get into, into Bergdorf's. They're remodeling it. And I'm like, I'm like looking around and, and then all of a sudden they bring in Suga and this was a great hairdresser from the 70s and 60s, 70s, 80s. And um, they told me, they said, well, you know, there's just one catch here. So it's going to be a Suga salon. So you're going to have to kind of lead the pack and kind of move somewhere else instead of in the center they had me in the center, mm-hmm. like I was mm-hmm. featured. You know what I mean? <laughs> so then I said, well, I'll go near like the window. Top billing. I'll go near the window. I don't care as long as I have, you know, I have a station that's not locked in a corner. And they said, because if you do it, everybody else will move, you know, will get out of the way for all mm-hmm. his people. So I did it. So one day, Suga couldn't do a photo shoot. And I... Now I'm still working for Glenby. I am working in their creative team. So I was like one of their their um, designers, mm-hmm. you know. And so then Suga says, well, I can't do this Vogue shoot. Would you do it? And I was Uh-oh, like, oh, I see where this is yeah. going. So I did Phyllis Posnick because Glamour, I had been a Glamour hairdresser for like four years uh, three years before that so you've been doing some editorial for glamour for glamour the makeovers and mademoiselle they okay. did all these makeover things <clears throat> and i started doing their covers and so i went in and phyllis remembered me from 
Glamour because she was the beauty editor of Glamour. Mm -hmm. So she's like, Garen, we're going to do Christy Brinkley and we're going to do something very avant-garde. We want you to do crimping. So I brought my crimping iron. We got iron. this new thing, the yeah, crimper. crimper. You know, it was <laughs> in the 70s. So I crimped her hair and did all these crazy things with it. It was, and it became a hit. <clears throat> uh, and, but not a hit. I mean, it just was like four beauty pages in Vogue was like a big deal for me, you know. And before you know it, um, I'm in the offices with meeting uh, Polly Mellon. And Phyllis is like, here's his book. It's all glamour, but. We have this one spread we did with, you know, we did with Garen mm-hmm. and I, and she was with Christy and, he, and Polly just looked at it and she just said, my God, I've never seen Christy look so different. You know, wow. she really looked cool mm-hmm. for a change. <laughs> she, was <laughs> a, she was not no, all American. She was the all American yeah. beauty. Yeah. And, and I worked with her a lot for Glamour. Um. And that was in the days when the girls did their own makeup at Glamour. Like, and they only brought in hairdressers. Right. So so now we start at Vogue, and I'm then introduced. I'm called. I do one sitting with Deborah Turbeville and Jade Hobson, and it was a gold story with Jerry Hall, and it was with all the girls, all these big this girls. This is like in the late 70s, right? Yeah. Okay. And it was, it was like they were in – it was all an accessory story. So – you had Ted Muling and you had all this gold and everything. And Jerry, believe it or not, she knew how to take over the picture, which you can imagine. Yeah. So her hair would be to the left side and all the girls would be on the right, on the the the, the opposite side of her. And as the picture was being taken, she'd flip her hair to cover the girls. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how could she do that? You know, it's like. The, so she the seems girls like kind of a hoot. <clears throat> the girls realized what was going on, so they started moving around her so that <laughs> oh they God. would they this would really be in funny. the picture. It's like a movie scene. I, yeah, I, I want to film this, this too, scene. like model cattiness. Yeah. <laughs> and it what you know it, it was what it was. It came out really. It was beautiful, and I was just like <laughs> I couldn't believe I moved to New York, and within six months I'm doing all this work, and then. But was Polly, it that Vogue shoot that really put you on the map? That connection with Polly? Well. The connection with Polly, because what happened was... The stylist Polly. Yeah, the style Polly Mellon. I mean, mm. she was my mentor yeah. as far as for, with fashion. Can I just point out also, <clears throat> this is, you said, late 70s. You're doing your Vogue shoot. Fast forward to 2018, you did a Vogue cover like with Priyanka, like what, like three months ago? Yes. Your career is, what is that? I can't do math right now. 30 It's a lot of years. years. <laughs> and your memory is like, oh yeah, just the other day, me and Jerry Hall. Like, you know, yeah. I, mean, I am impressed with the longevity of your career. So it's, I just, there's so many big names that are in it too. So can I ask you about one of them? Yeah. I'm fast forwarding a teeny bit. Go on. Can we talk about Madonna a little bit? Madonna, well... You want to know how this all this that was amazing. I mean, I have to say, I would be going to the clubs, you know, we were all back then, and there's this girl dancing on at the, at the I think it was at the Palladium or whatever, and she's throwing herself all over the ground and she's singing, <laughs> "I'm a virgin," you know, and I'm like, I'm like, God, she's very interesting, you know, da 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 da, and I, you know, and I like, I had set my career. That I wanted, I had one name and I wanted to keep it that way. But I also had all these movie stars that were in my repertoire in my head, like, 
you know, like Elizabeth Taylor and all Marilyn Monroe and all this and that. And one day Tom and I were driving to our house in Pennsylvania and I said, you know what I'm missing? And he goes, what? I go, I need a Marilyn Monroe. And honest to God, three weeks later, Stephen Mizell says, we're going to do Madonna. And I was like, I'm going to make her come again. And he's like, we're going to do Madonna. And I want to do her like a Marilyn Monroe thing. And I was just like, yes. So we did the cover of Vanity Fair where she has on the Bob Mm -hmm. Mackie gown. And I did her hair kind of my version of of Marilyn Monroe. And then in the inside, there was all these beautiful pages, you know, where we copied her with, you know, like very sheer. And before you know it, um, I was like just always doing Madonna with Steven. And and then I became, you know, we did the sex book. Mm-hmm. And we had so much fun on that because I, mean, I turned crazy. her into Ursula Andrews. I turned her into, I mean, we did so many crazy things, but it was just so cool to change her within... I think we did the whole book in, I would say, a matter of four, like a full month, but not all at the same time because we did it at different places. We did it in New York. We did it at Mineshaft. We did it at a sex club. We did it at the Gaiety. We went to Miami. We did it, you know, in in Golden Beach. And we just had so much fun. And then we started, you know, then I started, I was basically did her hair for almost like, I would say, I it would have been over 14 years and then on and off, you know, like Mm -hmm. she would then do something else and then it would be like, okay, I need Garen. I need Garen. So we're going to call her, call him back, you know? And so I, you know, it's still, I'm I'm still on her radar. You know what I mean? Like, what is it it like when celebrities like work with people a lot? Like, and they work with someone for, I'm not talking about you specifically, I'm talking about just in general, when someone has like their people for a little bit and then they go to other people, like do they say, hey, I'm going to work with this person now? Like what is that What is that like? Well, I think. Is it formal? Is it unspoken? I, is it? It's I, For me, it was always unspoken and it mm-hmm. wasn't a problem. It was because I was brought up in fashion. So it was like I was doing a different model all the time. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you know, she did do other shoots with other photographers who had their teams and I think that's the grooming that I had was that you know you have your team that the photographer has and the editor has and then you you go on and you move on to someone else and then you come back to that person but like you know but during the time of Madonna Madonna wasn't like I wasn't going doing her hair every night or every day when she went somewhere it was like right you know it was for a project or it was for something I understand else. and also I always kept I I was brought up that I would keep my respectful distance where nowadays people get right in I would I mean I have to say in bed with them meaning they they are demanded by the artist, and the artist really sucks the blood out of them. I we've seen that with, um, you know, Jen and I. Obviously, we talk to makeup artists and hairstylists all the time, but we notice some of them are very close to talent, especially if it's like a celebrity. And it does seem I, I feel like I'm speaking for you, Jen. I don't mean to, but like I'm kind of amazed by the line that is eroded with some of them, and it, it's worrying. But some of them I do see, like yourself. Um, I always think, like, how do they pay them then? Like, are you paying me for this hair this time? Or are you not paying me? Because is this a payday or just a friend day? Or just you the know? emotional labor of, like, being at their yeah. beck and call and, like, 
being with their kids, being on the plane 24 7, the Instagram, like I'm goofing around with them on the, like it doesn't feel really See, I didn't, I never did that. That is how I I drew the line. I kept it really professional. And Madonna respected that. And she respected my point of view. Um, because you were seeing it through the lens of Stephen Mizell or Stephen Klein or do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like so you like have what, the expertise. All of it's like the thing that I have, and I'm very lucky. Is like when and I'm talking about big celebrities mm-hmm. back in the day mm-hmm. when they would come to a shoot and they were put in my hands. They already respected. My work, yeah, or yeah. my get, work you're ethic. You're getting the right now. Yeah. Work ethic, yeah. And today, when you get new talent, and I'm not downing them, I just think they don't have. I think their handlers and all that do more harm to them than letting them experiment with new people. Right, and they're I, in a bubble, yeah. and it's like they're locked in this box, and they always look the same, mm-hmm. and they end up. The artist, meaning the hairdresser or the makeup artist, end up being attached to them, and there is no other challenge that they have. They just have the same routine that yes. they're doing day in and day out. High pony. I couldn't Put the do that. In the ends. I yeah. mean, I I just couldn't go there. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, because I, my whole career has been a hairdresser in a salon, a hairdresser on a fashion shoot, hairdresser on a commercial a hairdresser for product, for yeah. a designer. And it's like I know all of the aspects of creating a beautiful photograph and making someone look the best they can mm-hmm. and not n- not try to make them like, oh, I, w- I want them to be photographed. You know, yeah. let, you know what I mean? Because I didn't grow up in that. They, I mean, I grew up in the era of Studio 54 where everybody was with everybody and you had – royalty next to you, you had celebrity next to you. You didn't have to go through this team of bodyguards and <laughs> and this team of publicists and all yeah. that, you know, and and that's what I love about, you know, doing new people. But then when you hit this snag somewhere where you get uh, a new actress that is uh, somehow in her head thinks that, you know, you have to do what they like, mm-hmm. I'm turned off. I mean, it's not that I want to do what I want to do, but I want to have a conversation. I hear you. I remember there was one time, and I'm, one time there was this one artist that her husband wanted me to make her over, and she was she's a great singer. And so she made an appointment to come to the salon because Stephen Mizell was shooting her. Mm-hmm. And... My salon was at Henry Bendel at the time, and I could see the Trump Tower, okay? Mm-hmm. So now she's late. She's making me wait, and I don't like to be waiting. Uh-oh. And Sorry we so were late tonight. I s- no, we were on time. He oh, was yeah. <laughs> early. Early. Oh, okay. So anyway, <laughs> um, the story goes that she finally gets in the car and drives. She could have walked Kitty Corner. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. But she gets in her limo no. with her posse, and I see this all playing out because no. I have a window. <laughs> oh, you're like, are you kidding Wait, me? No, I'm now no, laughing. No, she did not. Oh, she did. And so, no, and it, she did not. Yes, she did. <laughs> and so she gets to the salon, and they escort her to my station. This is so embarrassing. And all her crew is around her, and they're all talking. And I just looked at, I, I got in front of her, 
yeah. and the station. And I looked at her and I said, you do speak because I know you can sing. Yeah. I said, so can we have a conversation? What oh, you want? My God. Yes. And I said, you know something? I want you all of you to get out. I says, I will not carry, yeah. I will not take this any further unless you all leave and I have my conversation with her. Yeah. And she goes, that would be great. And, and then she just, you know, at that point, it was like, well, I liked it. And I says, all right, we're making you over, man. So the whole <laughs> idea of this is that we got to come to some agreement. Yeah. So we did. And we ended up, it was a great moment and it was a great moment for her. And, but to this day, I just got called to do her um, for some billboard awards. And I just looked at the, I looked at my agent. I said, are you kidding me? I said, there's nothing I could do with her anymore. I said, because (laughs) she's so stuck. In, in this one look, one oh, look. I'm dying now. and and I just said, you know, it's going to be just too much work, and it's not worth it for me to just. It, it's like she's we, like she's like a Barbie doll, yeah. you know. And I'm like, I can't, you know. It's you are kind of known though for these transformations, like, and I think that that's why people come to you, right? Well, so yeah, we wanted I to ask hope. you about that. You don't I think? I hope. Yeah, yeah. you um, are the transformation guy. That sounds good. <laughs> well, didn't you do Linda Evangelista? Why well, she cut was, her into that bob? I cut her into bob. We made her blonde. We made her red. Yeah. You know, we did all kinds of. You know, we did the skater board haircut where we clipped up the back of her mm-hmm. head. But that was a time that models weren't being dictated by big companies that they had to grow their hair. You know, or they had right. to have long hair. And oh, you know you could Christmas McMenemy, like, yeah. you know you have all these girls and you could sh- you could do anything you wanted to their hair and they still were able to work for companies you mm-hmm. know, um, but it's it it's very interesting nowadays it's 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 a flip you know it's like you're at their mercy yeah and you know and it's like I'm so lucky that I work with such great photographers that want to transform people and now we have wigs and stuff like mm-hmm. that we can do train I mean it's like when Nicole Kidman sees me and we're working together and she's like who am I going to be today mm-hmm. you know and it's so nice because you go like what's the play what are we doing mm-hmm. yeah, you know like it's, a it's like it's like I have this hair and I want to wear it like this no it doesn't it it's kind of not like that and even like even working with the you know like Kim Kardashian she's like so what are you going to do with me? You know, like she lets you she lets go. Car- yeah. She you know, and she's not beholden to anyone. She holds all the cards. I think well, that's why. She, and she does have her team. You yeah. know, and she and if she's got to fight for a team member, she'll fight for her makeup artist instead of her hairdresser. Mm-hmm. But it's weird, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, the business has changed a lot. What about like a real woman though? Like with the transformation thing, like. We're not celebrities. What if we want to have that kind of moment where we get a transformation and we have a, you know, people see us and they're like, wow, in the way they do when they saw Madonna looking like, I'm um, looking like Marilyn Monroe. Is it always hair, do you think? No, it's got to be the whole deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, that's my, that's one of my things is that I, I'm intrigued. I kind of dictate to them if you're going to change your hair color or you're going to, we're going to cut it this certain way. You have to own it. And by owning it, it means think about the way you're going to dress. Think about what you're going to do. Think about how your makeup's going to change. And I say I'm not the know-it-all, but I do know that if you're going to go short and you're going to have to own it, it's not going to be a hat. 
And, you know, you might wear a different type of trouser or you might wear, you know, like a man's shirt or just a simple, you mm-hmm. know, it's kind of pulling from all the historical moments of when women were, you know, you kind of, kind of want them to be a little masculine, but also very sexy. And it's kind of like, I have all that in my brain because of the time that I've, I've done this and what I've followed in fashion. So it's like, I automatically know if it's a center part or a side part because I want her to be a little dominant or a little dominatrix mm-hmm. or something a little. And I also had all but these. She's got to do the whole thing. Well, it's not doing, it's just pick up on it and own it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, don't just like cut your hair and, and then don't like become keep plat- with your t-shirt and your like your yeah, dress. Don't or your, come yeah. pla- become platinum and still wear a little flowered dress. Or get your bangs and then like go to office and everybody, do you like my bangs? Do you like my Like own the bangs. Own it. Own yeah, the fringe. Because yeah. like fringe that. can change your whole appearance. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not about a little bit of fringe, you know, oh, I'll have a few bangs. Oh, I don't like no way, you man. you got to go all in with bangs. You're going, good, you're going commit, there. It's a commit to the look. Commit like, to the look. Become this, yeah. this this character. Yes. And have fun. You're a woman. You could do anything you want. And you don't have to answer to anyone but yourself. Oh, you should do, like, ads. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just or like, <laughs> a voiceover. No, well, no, I just, I, I feel like you're very clear in your messaging. And it's just, like, you understand the world of hair and like and what it can do for the rest of your image and the way you feel. No I, one's ever like cried in your chair though that you gave them this amazing look. You're like, own it girl and they look in the mirror and they like fall apart. Um because we've all been there. No, right? I've had a I have had one crazy that was in my chair <laughs> that I cut her hair and I blew it out and she's telling me she looked like Harpo Marx and Bozo. And I said all right, Bozo had frizzy hair. Like the clown? Like the clown. I said, Bozo had frizzy hair. Your hair is brown and it's silky. And I says, I guess you just, it's, and I think her whole MO was that she wanted a good haircut, but she didn't want to pay for it. I was about to say, she, 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 she wanted So I told the desk, I said, comp her. And tell her to forget. And lose then she our, walked out. She was like, I our love num- my hair. Lose our number. You know what I mean? That's so funny. I've been around the block a few times. Oh I know exactly. Don't mess with Garen. I just know what's going can you, on. Can you, can you see a crazy from like, you know, <laughs> like 10 miles away? Can you kind of sense? Well, you when you do your consultation, because I always consult. Oh, what's a consultation like? Well, it's like finding out what the, what they do. What, what What's your lifestyle? What, do you have two lives? Do you have... Your daytime casual, oh, and at on, night, man. do you get done up, or do you are you expected mm-hmm. to dress a certain way because of your husband's business or okay. whatever? You, because you know of what I your mean? business <laughs> or her business, <laughs> but, you. but you know what I'm Look saying? It's it's what? like you know everybody was thinking it. <laughs> but the thing is, is that you you know people don't stop and think what's happening after five. Right. You know, and I, I can refer, I can say this honestly that. Tom, my husband, met this client, and they it was through Farrah Fawcett, and Farrah and I were friends for for decades. Um, and I took the Farrah out of Farrah. If you want to, oh. I took the Farrah flip yeah. out of her and cut her hair into a bob, and did oh her for God. Vogue, and did it very sleek and very straight. I love that. And f- we worked through all these different looks that she had. 
But my husband met another friend of hers, and he went to her apartment, and she had a Mickey Mouse T-shirt on and a pair of tights. And she says, "I want my hair cut," and I, you know, she had this black long hair. And Tom just went chopping at it and gave her a rock star haircut, like Rod, not Rod Stewart, but like you know, like all shaggy and yeah. like really cool. And so then all of a sudden he gets a phone call and he says, well, my husband, you, I got a problem. I don't know what to do with my hair at night. <laughs> and I'm like, so Tom explains to me, he goes, I met this person. And then I said, did you ask her who her husband is? You know? And he says, no, I didn't want to go there. I was, with, I was with Farah and I was having fun. We were playing and, you know, and I cut her hair off. And so I find out it's like one of the wealthiest families in New York. So this is in the 70s, late, late 70s. And every night is formal night and it is big time. Like, like they dress for like dinner. couture and... And now she's got like the Joan Jett shag. <gasps> yeah, she's got the shag and it's not the time That's to have amazing. the shag. So I go over to the uh, to the house and I'm talking to her and I said, and so what is... Well, tonight I have to go. You know, we're having this big party dinner, and I'm wearing Valentino. And I says, "Show me the dress." She shows me the dress. <laughs> it's the one I just shot for Couture. It's like fur around the neck, low in the back, and it's like a black. It's so gorgeous. You know, what I mean, really, really big time. And I'm like, Tom, you kind of like screwed this up, you know, because she's go. got the she, head we, doesn't match the body. The, the, it's not matching the dress. <laughs> so what do you do? And I said, well, let's just blunt the bottom off a little bit and then we'll blow it really sexy over your eye. And she had all this stuff up here. And so we <laughs> we faked it. You know, we got it. We got her through it. You know I was what I mean? thinking a little fancy hat guy. <laughs> no, it wasn't about <laughs> that. Wig, and it was like her husband said, oh, thank God you guys got oh it together. God. You got her together. You know, this and it was so we were laughing so hard. But then, you know, then she ended up with a really severe short bob with a big hank of a big wave over one eye. And so she owned she was owning her look. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at the day, during the day, she still was owning her look, you know. So you bring up an interesting point, like, which is, you know, like, like nighttime hair, daytime hair. You read, you, I read an article with you um, recently, and it was a little, an older article, but you said something that was really funny. You said, I mean, you always have lots of little funny quips. I don't know if you realize that. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but I, I do understand that I do have a wicked tongue but, sometimes. But I think, you're, I think you're a truth teller, Garen. That's why I like you. You said, I think younger women feel if they put themselves together too much, they look too old-fashioned. And you said, it's like how you learn to put makeup on. You know, a lot of women learn to put makeup on, that they should learn how to put how to do how to do their hair. Now, as somebody who I know Jen knows that she's seen it firsthand. She was horrified. I don't know how to do my hair. Do not put a hot tool in this woman's hand. No, it's like it, it's, it's any kind. No, no, I, I don't. Even know. a blow dryer for stupid. <laughs> no, even, maybe even a blow dryer. I, you know, for me, nighttime hair is basically. I brush it, or I get someone to professionally do it. But what about your charity galas, Jess? <laughs> I would love to go to a charity gala. I know, but I know what you're saying. <laughs> I, would, I would love my husband to take me out to all these fancy business events. I think well, that sounds it's fun. It's not the life anymore. Yeah. That's, I, well, that, that's, well, that's, that's not what's of, going on that's anymore. That's your question, right? Yeah. yeah is, is, do you think that things have changed, or you think do you think that women 
just kind of like don't know how to like, is that a, is that a dying art like what happened hairdressing you know I, I think yeah. I think we got into this you know we I've been through the grunge stage you know we created that you know with Mizell and we you know, how many guests have we had that are like well I, when we created the grunge look and well, he's but, not lying but, but you was actually like, work with that's Mizell that's what I'm saying yeah but it was with McManamy and was no, with, no. It was did with all those girls did you do the hair girls. on the P- Periella show was that you not the show but I did the fat oh, the, oh, the, the, Vogue, shoe, the, Vogue, the Vogue shoot the famous Vogue shoot that's yes, what I'm saying he's where, not lying yeah. you know so it was like the makeup was raw everything was that's what I'm saying like you can't wear grunge and have your hair blown out. I'm going to call you the godfather of grunge now. I was yeah. already called the godfather oh, of hair. The last folks <laughs> big story when I cut off Carly Kloss's hair. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. That was you. When I whacked oh, it off. God. You know, so. So the, you did the minimalism. You did the grunge. What yeah. Was, so it's like I, what I find now is that when there is a big event and they call in people to do their hair, and their makeup. One's got a sacrifice. You can't have both. You can't have full makeup and then big hair, you know, big hair. Mm-hmm. And it's like sometimes there's these young models and some young actresses that go out and they're so overly made up and so overly done that you don't even recognize who they are. Mm-hmm. And they're so pretty just being themselves you know like what i mean by themselves like less is more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so they hire a team or their you know their their group hires a team they go in and they do the the look you know but they're not really knowing how the hairdressers nowadays don't know how to do a look they sort of like because the makeup is usually the look these days well it's kind of taking over because the hair is you know it's with that curling wand with the the straight end, you know, they're doing that stupid, that oh, like, undone, done look that looks like... You don't you, leave the ends out on the curling iron? Ooh. <laughs> no beachy wave for uh, Darren? No, I go for a beachy wave. But you like to finish but I the end of the be- curl. No, I want a beachy wave. Okay. I want it to be able to, the girl can run her hands through it. Right. Not I don't pa- want, we, we call I don't it pageant want, curl. I don't want it to be like it's so stuck there that you can't mess it up. Yeah, pageant curls. Wait, pageant waves. Wait, do that noise again? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> there were a lot of like you stepped on a mouse with your bare foot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what else is on your Garen no-no list? <laughs> well, I it also learned how to use product. You know, like being with Iron Co., we have... You nice know, the, the segue. Three of, Literally, our, three next, of our next question was about R&C. You know, we have Howard Mc, Howard McLaren, who's known for his razor cuts and using lots of product because his background was Bumble and Bumble. And he, you know, he uses product completely different than I do and Tom does. Tom is like a master of undone hair. Yes, these are the done. co-founders of R&C. Yeah, that, for those that's of you my know. three of us. It's you not know? just like so you, the Mojave Desert. There's Tom. myself, yeah. Tom Priano, and Howard McLaren. Yes. And Tom is Tom is your husband. And Tom is my husband. And Tom worked a lot with Bruce Weber, and he did a lot of lifestyle mm-hmm. work. He did all the Abercrombie and all that kind of stuff, which we wouldn't be allowed to it's do. It's like the Charlie's nowadays, Angels of hair. You know, three different nowadays. styles. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Tom is like the men's groomer, and he's done so many so many famous people and so many great models. And he worked a lot with Kelvin when Kelvin was Kelvin Klein, the real Kelvin. Mm-hmm. And he did all those commercials with Christie and, you know, all that kind of natural hair, but 
undone. You have which very now, distinctive styles. Very, yeah. very simplistic, but very sexy and very mm-hmm. touchable. And then you have Howard, who is like, you know, he, he, he razor cuts the hair and he moves it around, uses a lot of product. It becomes sexy and kind of, uh, kind of almost rocks. It's kind of a broken rock star, but it's not really because it's, there's a thing about it that is touchable, mm. you know, and it, and then there's me that I, I covered the gamut, but I'm more theatrical. Yeah. And, um, that's a great word to describe you theatrical. Um, and, and why I'm saying that is because I really believe in I if from working with magazines and working on real clients, you have to know how to finish hair and you have to know how to use the right tool or the right thing to accommodate them and make them feel, you know, you're working with anybody, you know, and you have to kind of make it happen. And you know, if if you're working with a you know, one of the photographers I worked with Penn for years and I was you know the pen's light i know the pen's light was one big light it was so strong that if i was doing wispy hair or hair that was sticking out and being mm-hmm. like extraordinarily grand i'd have to make it three times the size and each spike would be three times the width because the light would blow it out to make it look like it was a wisp then you worked with avidon who wanted the girl to be luxurious and very sexy, but raw or whatever way you wanted to go. So you had to learn how to do the hair for that lighting. And then you had Stephen Mizell that we did a lot of characters and we did a lot. The He trained models to be models, you know, like Avedon did. I mean, Linda learned how to move every muscle in her face mm-hmm. because Stephen would, and I would, we would play and we had Francois and, you know, now he works with Pat McGrath, but it would be like, just name dropping pull, bars there in the mix. Pull, you know? pull this muscle. Find that muscle. You know, pull mm-hmm. this in. Yeah. And it would like I I would enjoy working and creating this because all I'd have to do is go up to Linda and touch her hair and then just go boop, <laughs> pull that in, and and, she, and yeah. done. Do you, you know? think there are photographers now who are treating models the same way and training models the same way? Absolutely not. Not there's nobody being trained there. Um, Stephen Klein can train a model. He wants them to really replicate, you know, imitate him basically, but he still loves a beautiful, odd, strange, or, Mm -hmm. you know, there's something very sexual about it. But I, you know, working with the new group, Mm -hmm. um, I, first of all, they're intimidated when I'm booked, you know, because I'm Garen. Mm -hmm. And so I have to break that barrier down and Mm -hmm. like, like I'm used to having a conversation. Like with younger photographers or models are you talking about? Younger photographers. Okay. Um, because you have to break that barrier down because I'm so used to having a conversation. Like, what are we going to do today? Yeah. What do you, how do you want her to look? You know, I. it's not how I want her to look. I want to know how do you want you know, are we doing a lot of makeup? No makeup? Are we doing wet hair? Yeah. You know, what do you, what do you feel? And they really don't have a point of view. They just want you to get them ready and throw them out there, and then they're going to take pictures. I mean— So they're um, intimidated by the talent. Well, maybe, but may, but they have their own crew. You know what I mean? They have yeah. their own group that they, they're comfortable with. Yeah. And that's the difference, you know? So, you know, I, I just—you know, I'm just so vocal or so— my eye sees everything, you know, because yeah. I was trained by Polly Mellon yeah. and I was trained by these these big photographers that I zero in on a collar or I zero in on a, 
on what's not working, not what is working. No, I, I saw you on set, and you really do. You clock everything. You're not just looking at the hair, and that's interesting. I think you know um, we do have a lot of hairstylists who listen to a lot of beauty professionals who do work on set, or you know find themselves working with images. And I think people, uh, even I, you know, I learned this from you just working on set with you. Like I tend to think like I'll stay in my lane. You know, this this is this is I focus on this but you're looking at everything and you are not afraid to speak up i know you're in a different position than i am but i it was really inspiring not, not to really see. no because i'm to respect what you're looking for well that's true but i just mean like you're you know you're garen like you've been doing this for you know decades longer than i have but at the same time it's you're like we're all you are very democratic and collaborative like we're all looking at this image together right and i thought that was really cool but is that someone's role as a hairstylist or makeup artist? Um, I, mean, I think I you have to you have to walk, you have to tiptoe into that. Read into, the room, yeah. You know, you got to read the room and you got to know how to say it. Mm -hmm. And I have, you know, I happen to have a big mouth, so it's like. You know, when I work with Matt and Marcus, and you know, they're the they're genius when it comes to to retouching, like like digitally the mm -hmm. thing before the model walks or the actress walks <laughs> to the the monitor you know what i mean and and it's like i'm just like whoa you know you just put amber's mouth on what's her name and you just did this or that or whatever and you know it's like they respect my point and i'm like well don't you think that i should flatten the hair a little bit on the left it's a little too big or either make it all bigger or take it down mm -hmm. and then you become part of that that unit you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. and i think when we you're talking about the shoot that we did yeah it was about it was yin and yang mm -hmm. and um the thing was is that one was so grand and so ridiculous and so over the top and i my point at that moment was I didn't want to wear I did I knew they wanted me to wear something that wasn't me. Mm -hmm. And I I said, All right, I'm gonna give in and do it. And then when I saw it on the monitor, I'm saying, No, it's not it's, You're, you can be flexible, I'm too, but I'm to too a point. old to <laughs> No, I, I I mean I was honest. I looked at it and I said, it's distracting from the point and of right. view. Yeah. And I said, just trust me. Let me go back and put something else. And I said, because I'm not, you know, I'm not 20 years old. I'm not 30 years old. I'm at a certain level in my life that I have a certain look. And I went along with part of it and we got an amazing picture. But, but the point was, is that I was distracting from what the picture was supposed to be mm -hmm. about because I was kind of in a clown outfit. Can I ask you? <laughs> I'll let you two address that later. Before we let you go, I, we started to talk about product and then we sort of stopped. But can we go back to R&Co for a second Absolutely. and just products in general? Like what is in the Garen kit these days? All like, my R&Co, everything. Is it everything? Like do you wish you've had this line for 20 years? And um, it's a whole different beat. For, it's, all, it's a different beat for me. When I first did my own line, I wanted – to simplify things and make it like I needed seven products because I didn't want to drag this big kid around. Mm -hmm. Then when we did R&Co, it was like we need something for this because everybody's using natural hair. Well, we have to make them There's look so like textures. look yeah. like 
natural hair, but you don't want it to look too greasy. You don't want it to look too this, too that, too over-dried. So we had to come up with different dry shampoos because Howard would like one, one Tom would like another one, and I would like another one. How many it, dry shampoos are there? We have like five. So many. <laughs> wow. But it's all for specific things. It all yeah. does something different. Yeah. So these lines that are really trying to simplify it, it's just too- well, it's just that it it becomes like a creative thing. Is it's like how many hairsprays do you need? Which you one know? do you run out of first in your kit of all the R and Co products? I would say outer space what, hairspray. What, it's a hairspray. Okay. And then I the second thing I run out of would be Skyline. What's that? It's a dry shampoo, but it's a powder. Um, and then the third thing that I would run out of would be. Um, Trophy and um, the oil tinsel, and then we have this new thing that we just uh, launched last year, and it was called glittering, which oh. I absolutely love. You shake it, and it's gold. Oh, it's actual glitter. It's glitter. It's gold. It's gold comes out of the bottle, gold, like, and it makes like the, the hair m- sparkle. Oh, how, how much does this shit cost? <laughs> pure gold. It's, it's not pure gold, but it's, it's just, gold sparkle. It's, it's, Je- it's little twelve-year-old really Jess spa- just got very I'm like, excited. I'm going crazy. Is, there, is this something like it's, it's not for work, right? It's for more like <laughs> it's like it's like it's if your you, after five if your charity hair, gala feel, hair. If your hair feels dry and flat and mm-hmm. and, and kind of like dull mm-hmm. you just spritz a little of this on and the hair just starts to shine again it, it sounds looks, like it's for work okay cool it's clean <laughs> it, you know it's just there's so many cool there's so many cool i fell in love with waterfall that's another one that is adding so moisture to the hair from any other brand that you in my pro- in my kit it's a big enough line it's a big enough line but i do have one garen product that i keep from your, your my old. original line are you still making the original garen product no no. The website's still alive. You got to shut that it's down. It's still live. No, no, we still sell what we have. <laughs> oh, you do. Oh, okay. I'm just not reproducing okay, anything got new. It. All right, so get it while it lasts, guys. <laughs> okay, um, can we ask you about some of your products that, like the other, not products that R and Co doesn't make, like skincare, home fragrance, things like that? Because you have very refined taste. I want to know what's happening in your bathroom. Oh. <laughs> Tom and Garen's bathroom. Yeah, what's what's happening? Well, Tom has you one. Sh- Tom has one shelf. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're the maximalist. And I have four shelves. <laughs> it sounds like my apartment. What are on them? Tom is so, he's a vegan. Okay. And so everything he has is all natural, okay. which is, he uses three things, four things. Okay. okay? Is Arnco vegan? Yes, totally okay. vegan. Okay. And well, obviously, yeah, if he's Thomas. Oh, yeah. Line, and yeah. then you have Garen, you know, and it's four <laughs> lines. And it's like my night creams and my day creams and my, you know, Analic, you know, I have Dr. Analic. He's mm-hmm. keeping me looking the same for the last since Fred passed away. Mm-hmm. And that's Dr. Fred Brandt. He was my best friend. And Dr. Analic. What's your day cream and night cream? Well, it's a combo platter. Like, you know, I, I'm a Sisley freak <gasps> and I'm also still using some of Dr. Brandt's products. Uh, but I, Sicilia, not Sicily, Sicilia. <laughs> is this that Black Rose mask business that you the, love? That's Sicily. Sicily. No, it, no it's like the, like the white line. And it's the, the white yeah. line that oh. just came out. And oh. I've been using Sicilia for... Expensive taste, Garen. Yeah, but I only have one face. <laughs> he was you tra- know, <laughs> I have no hair. I can't do anything with my hair. So I have to splurge somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're saving and, on hair. And I'll tell you a little cute story. Tom was shopping with me and I bought some Sicilia and he looked at the bill and he goes... 
that's not right. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So he goes, well, I want a bracelet every time you buy Cecilia. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, I want a Chrome Hearts bracelet or I want an Hermes bracelet. So <laughs> every time, every time, he's now stacked, his whole arm is stacked. One for him, one for me. One for you, one for me. And I was like, you know, it makes sense. Okay, if I'm spending $2,000 on products, he can get a $2,000 bracelet. You know, but those days are gone where he's getting the bracelets because he can't hold his arms up anymore. But but your face still looks my, good, Garen. Well, that's because <laughs> Dr. Robert Analick and Cecilia and that's Dr. Funny. Brandt's products have been holding it together. Well, you look <laughs> And good. I have a re- routine and, you know, I try. It's well, working. Well, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> Garen, you're great. This is great. Thank yes. you so much. We had fun. We, uh, thank you so much. Lots to learn from and you. And remember, get on the Iron Co. website so you can see all the stuff we have that's brilliant. <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> it's time to raise a wand. But first, do you know what today is? If it's Tuesday and you're listening on Tuesday, it is hairstylist appreciation day that's the deal i mean intern tiff told me about it and like I felt three seconds so ago silly <laughs> because I, I we we appreciate hairstylists all year long on fat mascara every day is hairstylist appreciation day but special shout out to garen thank you so much for being here for the interview okay let's get to raise a wand what is your product it's actually from a hairstylist oh how cool see how i planned that yes. not at all <laughs> <laughs> um okay so larry king <gasps> yes do you know larry king the I london do. hairstylist yes I love this man. However, I was like, he's just starting to, he has a product line, right? And he's launching in the U.S. And I was like, so how's it going with that name? He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, your name is very famous in America for the late night TV host, Larry King. He's like, oh, yeah, but people know. And I was like, okay, we'll see. Because, you know, Fat Mascara listeners know Larry King is a dope hairstylist in the U.K., but, but I'm not sure everybody does. You know what? I feel like it's it's one of those like simple names that I think I think we're going to get through it. You know. Let me tell you about his product line. Yes. What well, do you like? the product I like in particular, I, in particular, is a volumizing hair mist, which you would never think for someone with thick wavy hair like me. But he explained it to me as almost like a working spray because he can use it on set too. Mm. So you know those hair waters that were hot for a while that were yeah. like with a little bit of castor oil mm-hmm. in the water. This is like a hair water, but with volumizers, but never ever stiff and sticky volumizers. So I spray it in my damp hair and I could do a blowout and it would have volume or just do an air dry and it has like a nice softness to it that's not crunchy. But even more so, I've been using it as like a re-wetting in between wash day kind of like refresher. Oh, that's a cool way to use it. Because usually I use an oil-based product as a refresher, but then your hair just gets heavier and heavier over the course of the, say, three days you didn't wash your hair. Yeah, totally. So I've been using this instead and it just sort of revives my hair but without the powdery of a dry shampoo or the starchy of like a really hard volumizer and the smell it's each of his products has a different fragrance this one's fragrance is cabin fever mm. it's just like cypress and pine in the most green fresh way that's not at all pine solly it just smells like summer camp I'm oh, loving I like it. That. Yeah, you can get it on Net Porte, and I think he's trying to expand even more with his distribution. So good luck, Larry. Happy hairstylist appreciation day. <laughs> well, I did not plan my razor wand nearly as well. I'm going with an eyeliner. So I, you know, eyeliner is is sometimes tricky for me. If you are basically, I mean, I feel like every woman can relate to this who uses eyeliner. It's kind of a time commitment. It's like, am I going to get them even? Don't go in with fear. <laughs> don't go in with fear. Eric sees me doing eyeliner and he'll just like walk by the room and just be like, don't go in with fear. 
Like oh he knows. God. That's why I say to myself. I sit there in the mirror saying that to myself. That's so funny. You just have to go for it. Yeah. Well, I sometimes like eyeliners. Most of the times, I like eyeliners that have a little wiggle room. Like you don't have to get them so perfect. They're like not a little smudge is okay. Exactly. But they have to be the right consistency mm-hmm. because they need to be smudgeable. You know what I'm saying? But then stop smudging at a certain point so it just locks in. <laughs> exactly. See, people think beauty is like simple. This is like... This, this is freaking rocket science. <laughs> it's, it's pretty close. Tell us about the viscosity of this line you're about to raise a wand to. <laughs> the Jillian Dempsey Coal Liner. I think her products are great. This is it has a built-in smudger, which is also a well. A, it's really soft, which I should have just said outright. It's very soft, but it deposits a lot of pigment. A lot of the smudgy ones you put it on, it's like, yeah, I know why it's smudgy because like it ain't shit. You yeah. know what I mean? No, it's smudgy and dense, and then you just flip it around and you've got the perfect smudger it's not too hard Mm -hmm. it's like you know just bendy enough and you can smudge it out now to be fair i put this on like eight o'clock in the morning do you still see any liner right now yes absolutely so it's still on it's like definition around the lash line but not like a wing and crisp yeah this is not oh my god if you you would not want to wing this but i definitely just kind of drew it out a little bit and then smudged it with the brush and then it sets and the color that i love is this gorgeous chocolate brown it's the perfect chocolate brown because it doesn't have a lot of sparkle in it some of them have a little sparkle i've been doing chocolate brown liner too i think it's more flattering sometimes than black it's so much more Especially flattering. Especially if I, you know, get on in years. <laughs> no, I, I, I used to write that tip when I was like a 23-year-old beauty editor. Like, if you're at a certain age, try chocolate brown instead of black. It's more flattering. And now it's like, here we are with like an like army of chocolate brown eyeliners. <laughs> I see. Well, somebody, it's so funny. I did like a TV thing the other day and this woman put black eyeliner on me. And it was too, I, did, I realized it like after an eye was done. And my heart sank because we didn't have time to go back. We're in our chocolate brown years, miss. Chocolate brown years. Look at all you have to look forward to. Tiff, are you excited? (laughs) She's just like dying over there. Yeah. All right. Raise a wand. Thanks for listening. Fat Mascara is produced by our friends at Atwell Media. You can check out our website, fatmascara.com, for episode recaps, product recommendations, and discount codes. And if you want to reach us directly, email us at info at fatmascara.com, or you can follow us on social at fatmascara, shoot us a DM, and we'd love if you went over to iTunes and threw us a rating. How many stars? Five. Five, please. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's highest hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 